a Radio 191 FM podcast. In the studio now, I am joined by a lovely guest. Her name is Tessa, and she's from the Dunedin Youth Orchestra. Um, here to talk about next week's upcoming event on. It's called Cuckoos. Fill me in. Cuckoos and Groups. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Tessa, welcome to the studio. Hi, Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, hi. How are you today? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's been a pretty good day. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty usual, but yeah, yeah really um, getting into the lead up now for the concert next Thursday. Oh, so. can you tell me a bit more? So it's called Cuckoos and... Greeks Chorus. Oh my gosh. Cuckoos yep. and Greeks Chorus. <laughs> I keep misreading that. I'm so sorry. So no, that's okay. on next Thursday, September 26th at the... Hanover Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so that's just down by the the, awesome. the dent in med school. Yeah. yeah, just down there. Yeah, so um, every semester the Dunedin Youth Orchestra, which is Dunedin's kind of largest amateur training orchestra uh, for young players and, and high school players, um, put on a concert. So this concert, um, like I said before, is called um, Cuckoos and Greeks Chorus, and it's kind of going with that summer, um, summer spring theme. So that's kind of why you've got a bit of the cuckoo kind of analogy, and then um, Greeks Chorus is the title of the student composition that's going to be played. So that's um, Alara, um, Alara's piece. So oh. she's our student composer for for this set. But the piece that I'm going to be playing um, is the first movement of the Algar Cello Concerto. So Ooh. a cello concerto or any kind of concerto is um, a piece of music that's written just for one particular instrument and you have orchestral accompaniment so it's yeah quite a big deal because wow. um, the soloist has a, a lot of notes and they're kind of the main um, focus in many ways but it's quite a cool um, I guess construction you could say of, of, of that kind of music because you've got the solo line but they're kind of feeding in and out with the orchestra and the conductor and yeah so for me, this has been my first time doing a concerto. Um, now, I'm not doing all of it. Usually a concerto might be four movements long, so that means like they've got four main sections to the piece. Mm. Um, but just because oh, uni life can be so full on, and I mean, I'm, I'm doing a double degree um, in music and arts. And yeah, I was so, just going to wonder, like, how yeah. do you balance? <laughs> like, this is a big concerto for you, so how do you manage to balance, mm. like... Like how many hours do you put into practice and preparation for yeah. this event? Yeah, it's a challenge for sure, um, particularly because I'm doing a double degree and not just a music degree. So I've got friends who are um, yeah at various music departments around New Zealand, and they're just doing music. And so music is just their main thing, and whether that's contemporary or, or classical or whatever. But in terms of practice, it, yeah, it's got to be about three min- minimum, kind of three two and a half hours, three hours a day okay. if not more on top of rehearsals and you know so that can easily clock up what to seven hours of playing um, when you've got extra rehearsals I mean I also play for the professional orchestra here Dunedin Symphony Orchestra um, so yeah that can be full on particularly yeah. with university yeah it's basically like a full-time job essentially <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it really is so mm. yeah it's been quite a big build-up I started preparing the piece um Oh, over a year ago. Yeah, because I saw, like, I read that you won, like, the Young Musicians Award. Mm. So from that, you had to, like, prepare something for the following year. That's right. So is this the preparation? Yeah, it is. It is. So, um, yeah, going through the preparation of of looking at the score, so the orchestra score with the cello part, and not only learning and memorising my own part, but, yeah, being aware of what all the other instruments are doing and all sorts of kind of quick little yeah musical analysis type of things to oh. really get your head and your your ear in and this in the kind of key center yeah key so of the piece. how's because it's taken your like it's taken a whole year is it just like mm. what's been that process like how like does it just constantly change and develop as mm. you go or kind of um so 
at the beginning of the process, I knew that I needed to have it memorised by this particular point, which was maybe two months ago. So that kind of set me up for a way of practising it. So I'd break it down into chunks and, okay, we'll do this little bit and mm. then listen to recordings of some amazing cellists, you know, playing it online. And I mean, the thing um, about a music student is that you will have individual lessons with your teacher. Um, or tutor, depending on what course you do. So um, my teacher is um, Dr. Helene Duplessis, so she's the main cello lecturer here. And so, of course, yeah. with her guidance and her teaching pedagogy and method, that, yeah, has really helped me. Oh, so she's kind of like yeah. mentored you in yeah, a way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and, and, in a very, and in a very intense way as well. But it's also an opportunity for me to take on board what she's saying or take on board what um, other teachers in the past have said yeah. and, and really give this thing a crack and yeah no I'm really pleased got it all off by memory which is a, a good great stepping stone that mm. was about two months ago and now yeah I've been rehearsing with the orchestra well, for the last two weeks so, yeah, got, so has it been more intense just because it's leading up to it now like? um, I guess in a way but at the same time there's a lot of other <laughs> university workload uh, pressures so I've um, really just trying to keep it chill and keep it calm internally yeah. and not sort of hype it up to be this massive mm. big ordeal because actually you know I prepared myself well which which feels good you mm. know um, and it's just a, a matter of now just like letting rip and just absolutely going for it yeah. and enjoying it so absolutely. yeah what yeah. what can people what like for those that have not attended mm. any of these types of events what do you th what can listeners like expect, expect to go for that the first time they go yeah definitely well I mean the cool thing about the Dunedin youth orchestra that I was so impressed by was the sense um, of community and everybody doing their bit. Um, I mean, I'm from originally from Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington, and I was in the Wellington Youth Orchestra, and that, that's you know, a great orchestra. They've got a, a really strong mix of um, university and high school students, but somehow the way in which we always have food, um, the involvement from parents, if they've got high school students um, in the orchestra, um, and university students being on the main committee of organ and leading the whole mm. thing I just think that's really cool you know um, it's, it's not combined just effort. it is yeah no mm. it's just not playing the notes or coming to rehearsal and doing that but it's every other bit around it so it's organising the posters and getting some funding and um, yeah and so I've got friends who are on the committee and I really you yeah, know appreciate like a, the work real, they do real sense of community just yep. like combining oh, sure. together mm. oh we have a guest come through mm. a little puppy behind you oh really yeah oh she's right here <laughs> That's all good. Mm. Um, the next question mm. I have is, you know, um, because Alara's not here, mm. do you think you can share what Alara will be doing for her? Because she's performing I, what I read as an innovative piece. Yeah. Do you know, can you share much about that or do you? Uh, well, I haven't heard much of it, but I okay. know that um, it's got what electric kind of... Um, well, music, you could say. Well, in other words, there's sort of like a tape-recorded mm -hmm. um, part that comes in. And often um, there are many compositions that use kind of electronic music or electronic kind of techniques within the acoustic setting of an orchestra. Um, but it's really cool because uh, the woodwinds, for example, and the brass, they don't actually play notes in some of it. They're just oh. blowing air through the instrument. So oh. it creates a really cool effect, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Alara's oh been gosh. experimenting with all of that. And I haven't heard the full piece, you know. I, I can imagine it'll but, be so like atmospheric yeah. and just yeah oh my goodness yeah. so yeah. that kind of thing um, yeah can be very effective and, yeah. yeah I'm sure she's done really well with that absolutely mm. so what can I basically just bring it back to the start like what's mm. been you know your music journey like leading up to today, today. like that's a big question but yeah like, it's a big question <laughs> so well like I said before I'm from Te Whanganui Atara Wellington mm. and I grew up um, with uh, 
my mother is a musician um so yeah my childhood was very music focused she's yeah. a professional violinist in the new zealand symphony orchestra so and her father was a pianist as well so there's always been music around and you know i'm very musically yeah, involved in the that's and actually really like cool that. yeah so yeah. um you know of course mum and dad were always very supportive of music and um but they would never push or, or you know um or force me to do anything i didn't yeah. want to i mean i took to it like really yeah yeah quite well and yeah that was that was awesome so i started off with what's called the suzuki method um now the suzuki method um is a music way or music pedagogy of learning that was kind of created by uh, dr um, suzuki from japan and it's all all around the world um so there's the suzuki institute in new zealand and the whole focus on suzuki mm. on the suzuki method is about listening so you don't actually learn how to read music first you learn how to listen to the piece and then play the piece from listening so that way you've got your rhythm and your musicality and it's very much in the ear does it make yeah. you does it help you absorb like when you learn something quicker yeah in a way definitely music, i mean yeah. from a kind of western music tradition point of view having the theoretical knowledge is really important so some argue that actually suzuki is not really that great in some areas in other ways it is you know fantastic but i personally think if any child were to start learning an instrument um, then the Suzuki method would be the way to go at the beginning definitely oh, you know this because is wise words from <laughs> our teacher here oh I'm not, I'm not, not you, sure I've read that, that you want to <laughs> kind of get into music education as well yeah, yeah that's that's true so kind of following on from the beginnings in Suzuki and I went on to um, start cello lessons at the age of age of nine and mm. I distinctly remember the moment that mum suggested the idea because we had a power cut at home and um, it was kind of funny because dad was away at the time but I just remember you know it was all dark house and you know we had to bring out some candles and stuff because uh, electricity had been turning up the council <laughs> and um, she was like oh Tess you know I've had an idea um would you like to learn the cello and I hadn't really thought about it you know so at the time <laughs> at the time I was doing piano so I should oh. clarify that was Suzuki piano that I started out with when right, I was six yeah. and then later cello um but yeah from then on um yeah kind of piano continued to be the main instrument um but then kind of cello started to take more of a priority and things and yeah. yeah the whole musical world from summer camps to music ensembles to orchestras to chamber yeah. music to you live and breathe funky music. like cool folky yeah. all sorts of stuff um yeah so from that whole experience as a young child and yeah, went to a school with um, yeah, a great choir and, and, yeah. and had like, many opportunities to, to play. So you yeah. Wellington Youth Orchestra and the National Youth Orchestra, which is run by the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, which has been awesome. I and I still do that. so many small pockets of families everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Say, yeah, but, like, definitely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, 100%. And so from that grounding um, and from my own experience, definitely music education something in that sphere yeah. um yeah i'd be really interested to yeah to explore further also um at university now doing um a double degree in music and arts so in my arts i do linguistics english and maori studies and so in my maori studies that's like te reo and kapaka and things and it was that's really cool. interesting because um last year i did a um, 100 level kapaka performance paper and the myth the method that we learnt, all of our kupu, our words, all mm. of the rangi, the tune and everything, was in pitch black and it would be done with repetition. So our tutors would sit in the middle 
and we'd all sit in kind of like a circle around them and yeah. they would repeat the kupu and the rangi to us and we would repeat and repeat and respond and respond. Yeah. And so as a Suzuki kid, you know, going through that whole method, that repetition and constant reinforcement of the tune and the rhythm and everything, it just sort of tapped into another space uh, part of me, like in it's my whole kind of cognitive. Of connection yeah, exactly. And so, um, but yeah, but it was, it felt really easy because I'd been brought up yeah. in that way musically, you know, yeah, from that kind super of super organic. For you like it just happens mm, like yeah for yeah. sure so that was really awesome just just yeah, oh, yeah karawe just to come into um to our kapahaka and yeah. to be able to experience and and just get into that groove again mm. that i'd sort of experienced um through music you know but, but in a different way in a yeah. different context but still that. very much in that reinforcement mm. um yeah yeah with that with that reinforcement yeah. so that's been awesome mm. yeah so and have learned a lot through that as well that's so awesome. yeah that's great yeah um, I guess like back to the spring concert next week. Mm-hmm. Um, where can our listeners buy tickets, or can you buy them online? Or yep, so you can buy them at the door. At the so door on the day. On the day. On the yep. day. And so usually they do cash sales. Um, the there's an event on Facebook and also um, on the Dunedin Youth Orchestra web website. Yeah. Um, they always yeah, it's always a great turnout and uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I mean, um, it's a really cool place to come and see maybe other friends or friends of friends that you know who who play you know um orchestral instruments and mm. can see them yeah in a different light or um if you've never been to an orchestral concert then yeah would highly recommend yeah. the youth orchestra um yeah to see the the new um and the the growing yeah, musicians that absolutely. are in, in, and in the you, area at the moment and for you yeah. like that big moment i guess mm. like <laughs> yep it's, I think you're gonna do awesome. By oh, the way, like just all this preparation, like I think mm. it's just gonna go. It's gonna go awesome. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Well, we've got. It's um, quite cool because as a soloist, you obviously have to choose something you have to wear, and so. Um, what are you wearing? Yeah. So fashion. Fashion. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I, I liked more. I like to think of it more from like a color point of view. I feel like um, I've seen mostly people just wear black, and it's like the classic kind yeah. of. But performance then, gear. Yeah. yeah. But then when you have a soloist, they can wear something colorful. Ah. So, the color of. My cello is quite a light, um, light wood, light, yeah. light, light brown, and um, the 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 colour of the the outfit that I'm wearing is this kind of sea bluey green, and so those two um, colours just yeah really blend so well yeah. in my opinion. So I'm excited to to feel the whole yeah. the whole performance as one, not just with the music, but everything, the audience, and. Yeah, yeah. So just wrapping, I'm just wrapping stuff. up today's interview. Good work. Um, I guess like, what's your final kind of, you know, call out for people who should come and watch? Come and watch. I think every music tradition has something awesome to offer, um, no matter where it comes from, and no matter what its roots. And I think that the program that the Dunedin Youth Orchestra um, offering is has a whole variety. So if you want to come and see something it's diverse, yeah, from composition using kind of newer kind of electronic techniques through to some yeah, really old well-known it's just so nice to listen to like yeah. regardless of what age you are. It's such a, I think everyone will enjoy it. Mm. And just, the thing about live music is that in this sort of age where a lot of it can be recorded and a lot can be auto-tuned, actually um, yeah, the, the that acoustic that live performance is mm. is the most human or the most real in a way because that's it's a really good way to put it yeah and, and that and that feeling you, you know you can't feel that if mm. you're not really there and in the audience or in, in the space yeah. so yeah everyone listeners you heard it here you heard it from Tessa <laughs> yeah. from Dunedin Youth Orchestra mm. so the concert is next Thursday at 7.30pm and you can line up to grab your tickets at the door um, on Hanover Hanover Street yeah at the at the hall. Oh, sorry, Hanover Hall. Hanover Hall. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. Hanover Hall. <laughs> Check out the Facebook page. They have it. 
It's called Cuckoos and Greeks Chorus. I've got it this time. 7.30pm. Go check it out. Hear the lovely Tessa play her amazing concerto, concerto piece. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming in, Tessa. Oh, it was really lovely to you. chat with you. Yeah, and you too. You too. <laughs> that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.